This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we're going to be going through this Vogue interview that has Ye, Nick Knight, and Candace Swainpool on creating the newest Yeezy campaign. It was posted a few days ago by Sarah Spellings and we just wanted to make sure we covered it. As with the New York Fashion Week stuff going on, I feel like there's going to be some news rolling in. So just didn't want this to fall through the cracks. Uh, now, yay, Nick Knight, Candace Swainpool have been working on this new campaign for the Yeezy Shades. Of course, Yeezy Shades are something that Ye's been promoting pretty heavily for the last couple months, at least August and September. And while there's no release dates for them at this point, we're expecting something <laughs> reasonably soon, especially after all of this heavy promotion. And even Ye, uh, we just posted a video of Ye at New York Fashion Week hosting an event where it seems like he's had some models and people coming through to try the shades, or at least they're a, a central focus of this event that he's hosting. So there's a lot going into this. And we know the the success Ye had in 2007, 2008 with the Stunner Shades, which weren't like his own product. Uh, I think he worked with somebody even on the design, but he had a huge impact on the sunglasses culture for a little while. Uh, makes sense to kind of go back to that and see if he can do it again. The main question I have and still don't know is if this is going to be like a Yeezy Gap product or if this is just an independent Yeezy product. So we'll see once that information starts to come out. But in terms of Ye, Nick Knight, and Candace Swainpool, uh, these are some of the photos from the uh, campaign that they're going to be talking about in the interview. And you can see Candace here posing with these glasses on, looking very alien and ethereal. It's a very cool shot and really like adds a lot of drama to these shades. And then here you're seeing this person decked out in the Yeezy Gap, like Yeezy Gap boots, the jacket, this Yeezy backpack, right? Um, and you have the the moon and the silver kind of aspect to it. And then here you get Candace again. I think this is Candace. Yeah, Candace with a shaved head. I guess she shaved her head for this photo shoot and the glasses just looking like awesome. This looks like something out of a sci-fi movie, out of some like dystopian future movie. And I'm sure Ye wanted that. He loves sci-fi movies like Tron, like Blade Runner, like Prometheus, right? Uh, and then here you have a bunch of people wearing the shades kind of in the moon itself or in this pool, like part of the thing that's giving lights. It's a very interesting and like dramatic shot once again. But this is Candace Swainpool. Uh, born in 1988, South African model. She is known for her work with Victoria's Secrets. Uh, in 2016, she was listed as eighth on the Forbes top earning models list. Uh, pretty good. So she's definitely one of the, the big, big names in modeling. Like this isn't just like an Instagram model. This is Candace Swainpool doing this kind of campaign for Yeezy, which is really cool to see. And Nick Knight, of course, if you're new to the channel and don't know, Nick Knight has worked extensively with Ye over the years. They're very close, uh, especially when it comes to visuals. Dating all the way back, 
oh god what was the first thing the bound two video i think was the first thing that they did together maybe even something before that but that was definitely the most infamous right with uh how many people failed to understand the tongue-in-cheek aspects to that video that it was cinematically campy on purpose um and then he also did the jesus is king movie if you were lucky enough to get to see that in theaters when it was out and then has worked with yay on a lot of the uh donda stuff that has come out recently so nick knight has been like in there with yay so with all that let's get to the interview Ye's newest sunglasses have the rapper and designer's daughter's seal of approval. Calling Ye a rapper, Vogue, Sarah, just like do a little better, you know? Uh, but at least they did say Ye, formerly known as Kanye West. But I put these glasses on Chicago last night and she was like, these are my glasses now. She didn't want to take them off, says Ye, speaking over the phone. Uh, that's become a normal thing in these interviews, speaking over the phone. It seems to mean a lot to him that she appreciates the Yeezy shades. She was able to throw the shades in the air and they fell on the ground and I wasn't running like, you're going to break the prototype. The style has been making the rounds. Yeah, he showed that video that he posted to Instagram the other day where he had one of the designers roll them up. So they seem like very sturdy. They're not like these ray-bans that if you drop them you're freaking out because they're going to be ruined it's like these things have style but they're also durable in a way that's like nice the style has been making the rounds on social media and were notably worn by kim kardashian and northwest yay designed them with creative involvement from balenciaga's similarly mononymous designer demna both Virgil and Demna worked on Yeezy season one, and now with losing Virgil, I wasn't able to work with him when he was at Louis. So that's why I think it's so important that me and Demna still get to work together, he says. We collectively present new ideas for a species, you know? Species. If you've ever seen that movie, this reminds me of the species, like, VHS cover from back in the day. Um... That new idea was realized in campaign photos by frequent Yay collaborator Nick Knight. Here, Candace Swainpool is pictured with a bald head wearing the silver shades. Nah, she has hair there. <laughs> There's definitely like a ponytail there, but um, bald head wearing silver shades connected by the back by a cord. Oh, is that? No, nah, that's not just the cord. Is it just the cord? Am I crazy? Hmm. Okay, uh, by a cord and nothing else. Ye and Swainpool recently flew to London to shoot with Knight. The bald head is actually Knight's, not Swainpool's. His head was photoshopped. Oh my God. Okay, wait. <laughs> so here, Candace has hair and you can see the ponytail, but it's pulled like really tight. So it looks a little bit like a shaved head. And then here we have Nick Knight's shaved head photoshopped onto Candace Swainpool's face. Just what, like... Nick Knight's shaved head onto Candace Swainpool's face. I mean, it works. <laughs> what a thing. Okay. Uh, I can send them out to any modeling agency now and be employed for the top of my head only, Knight says. Since the two have worked together on many projects, including the short film Jesus is King, Music Video 24, and the Yeezy Supply website, Knight and Ye have built a rapport. Unlike virtually any other person I've worked with, he very much wants to make sure he sees what he wants to see. Not in a nasty way at all. It's very inspiring to work with someone who cares that much about how the imagery should work, Knight says. 
For this image, Knight notes they went back and forth to find the perfect shade of gray-blue. Ye had wanted to work with Swainpool since spotting her at a party 12 years ago. And Knight described her as one of those models who just wants to get a great image and will work to do so. The feeling is mutual, as Swainpool says, the vision for the shoot was so clear, but also allowed for me to contribute my perspective on it. Moreover, it was exciting being part of something I knew would instantly become iconic. Yeah, these are some great photos. Like, hell yeah. That's like a photo of Swainpool that, like, an amazing photo. I can't, I'll just keep saying that. Um... Ba, ba, ba. The sunglasses can make anyone, be it Lil Uzi Vert or Lisa Rinna, uh, look like they've landed from the year 3022. Ye himself appears to have mixed feelings about the term futuristic, though. Saying something is in the future takes out the accountability of it needing to exist in our reality. And the fact that it's 2022 and we don't have the future we thought we were going to have, he says. You know the meme. Like if Ye had released Yandi, this is what the world would look like, and it's flying cars and silver glassy buildings, that <laughs> certain things are more futuristic and a lot of things are less futuristic than we thought we would have. Obviously, I've been defined as a futurist. I'll put it like this. It's going to rhyme. It's going to be poetry. Since we've been defined as futurist, we'll define what the future is. Futurists, future is. Okay. Ye says that the conversations he, Swainpool, and Knight had on set were centered around leaving a better world for future generations. People are so quick to think it's going to be so dystopian, but I feel it's going to be James Terrell spaces and Nick Knight photos and foods from localized farms with no pesticides. Isn't that nice, you know? <laughs> like James Terrell spaces, like lots of lights and beauty and a sense of like scope and scale and openness. And then Nick Knight photos where it's just atmosphere, right? Atmosphere, atmosphere, atmosphere. And then foods from localized farms with no pesticides, healthy. <laughs> uh, while these images are at their core showcasing sunglasses, the collaborators involved spoke to me of a bigger vision. Another photo shows Swainpool with a hefty backpack. Oh, wow, it's Swainpool decked out in all of this stuff. That's cool. Ooh, nice job. Nice job. Uh, decked out in a hefty backpack standing under what looks like a solar eclipse. Somebody pointed out that this also looks very much like the backdrop in the Yeezus tour where Ye's on the top of the mountain and he had this same moon-like backing behind him if you want to look up photos of that. Um, collectively, they resemble an ad for a science fiction movie, but this film has a twist. Having spent some of my life with a man, I believe that is his fundamental thing. He wants to make the world a better place, Knight says of Ye. He said to me the other day, it should be like a dystopian movie, but with a happy ending. Why do those movies always have a sad ending? Why can't there be one where it works out and it's a better place? That's a fair question. I think one of the reasons why Ye probably really liked Tron, and especially the Tron sequel, Tron Legacy, because those are movies that had a bit more of a happy ending when we're talking like the world of sci-fi and dystopia. I mean, you could maybe argue that like Terminator, Terminator 2 had some <laughs> happy endings or uh, what was another one? Not Akira, Robocop has kind of a happy ending. Total Recall, uh starship troopers uh but like blade runner kind of has a happy ending but blade runner 2049 kind of like kicks that ending in the balls and i'm not quite as happy with where that story goes and then blade runner 2049 has a bit of a, a mixed ending like i don't think it 
I love Blade Runner 2049, but I have some issues with it. Arrivals, not really a dystopian movie. Huh. Yeah, they often are complicated. <laughs> I mean, so many of them are inspired too by 1984, and 1984 has not a happy ending. And that tends to be like the pessimistic view of things. Children of Men, happy ending? Question mark? Hmm. Anyway, oh, that's the end. Okay, so <laughs> why can't there be one where it works out and it's a better place? So Ye's definitely, and this is probably a huge influence of having kids, like really thinking not just of what he can accomplish, but what he's leaving behind and making the future a better place, making the present a better place and a more forward thinking place and a more progressive place. Like it doesn't just have to be futuristic. We can turn the present into something forward thinking and forward moving. And it seems Ye's really wanting to bring that aesthetic back, like that 1940s, 1950s world of tomorrow that you see in all these like old school sci-fi, old school like concepts of what the year 2000 might look like where the reality of the year 2000 wasn't quite as dramatic as a lot of those. Like computers are a big deal now, but we're not seeing like the Jetsons, right? And I think Ye, who has been very inspired by the Jetsons in the past and just sci-fi in general is starting to maybe circle around to that aesthetic becoming something that he wants to uh, utilize a bit more. So we'll see what follows uh, the shades. And of course, as there's more updates on all of this, including a release date for these, we'll keep you posted. But that's it for now. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers.